Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. CJ, are you with me? I'm here, brother. Oh, you are there, my friend. Okay, very good. Very good. All right, folks, it's VSCJ in the morning. Rogue News in Exile. Rogue News in Exile. You can check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Follow me on Gator at V the Gorilla, the Thriller in Manila. Well, we're not in Manila. We're somewhere in the Midwest, CJ, in an undisclosed location. That's where we are. Undisclosed location. Undisclosed. That's where we are. Anyway, folks, check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Getter. Follow us everywhere you want us to be, every single podcasting app known to humanity. The links are usually in the description box, but because we're in exile and we got two more weeks till we're back on YouTube, this is what the best we could do. Anyway, folks, I want to thank all of you for listening in, and uh, we are doing the best we can as we are revamping the site and doing all the wonderful things that we're supposed to be doing. Uh, Siege, how are you, man, and uh, how's it going with you? How's it going, man? I'm doing great, man. I'm here in Texarkana, hanging out, you know, wait, wait, waiting for the grass to start growing so I can get out there and, and do some yard work. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know, I got great, some. Uh, the weather's supposed to be turning nice. I think it's supposed to be close to like 70 tomorrow, man. So yeah, I'm 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 ready for spring, bro. This winter just seemed like it dragged out forever. Yeah, it was a long, it was a long winter. It was a very, very long winter, my friend, and it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. You know, I, honestly, I'm, I'm used to New York winters where it, it'll go till April, sometimes June. <laughs> yep, yep. But uh, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Today's a beautiful day. Tomorrow's going to be a great day. It's going to be wonderful. I want to thank all you guys for listening in. And with that being said, we're over now. Yep. Have a great day, everyone. Be safe. <laughs> Jeez, there's lots of crap going on, dude. Uh, where do you want to begin, bro? Like, what's on, what's on, what's on your well, I was I was going through my my normal, uh, you know, news information sites that I visit, and a couple of things that 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 caught my eye is is one was on the uh, moon of Alabama. I had to do a double take because yeah. in their That's a good site, one, yeah, it's a great site. In their main article, I saw. A tweet. It was. It said the series report. I'm like, what? What? What tweet are they they quoting? And if you look at the news cycle, V. One of my concerns. I'm not saying that this is definitely going to happen. I'm not going to say you know where or anything. But if you look at the massive amount of information that they keep talking about in regards to whether it's it's cyber or or chemical and who to blame if it does happen that this has been predicted. You know, trying to build their credibility. I, I just can't help to think that. They're like in the 11th hour because they can't deny what's happening with the uh, boots on the ground in terms of, of the massive amount of, of gains that Russia's made the past uh, couple of days. Yeah. And my, my fear is this, is that like they legitimately, you know, at this point where, you know, we may see some type of a, of a false flag event event happen. Oh, yeah. All right. You have the see the, 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 the you got the Polish president. I don't know if he's trolling. I don't know if he's out there literally thinks that he's actually convinced himself what's happening is real. But you got the Polish president siege right there. Here we go. 
That's right. Let me, let me bring this up. Let me bring this up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Let's bring that article up there, V. Right there. Right. Like you just what you do is you put your mouse over that and you just click that left button. Oh, there you go, man. I got it. Ukraine officials announced false flag attack. Sanctions hit back. There's significant danger that the Ukraine, the U.S., the U.S., uh, the U.K., and the U.S. will launch a false flag attack in Ukraine. Oh, without a doubt. People have started to take note. You know, the funny thing is, we all expect it. <laughs> You're right. We do. How are you going to do it? This is how, this is why I'm so disappointed in the deep state siege. I'm so, you know, back in the day, the deep state, they were good, consummate professionals. They ran crack cocaine in your neighborhood. Nobody knew how it got there. They assassinated mm. some politicians. Nobody, everybody thought it was suicide. Planes mysteriously fall out of the sky. It was an accident. I mean, these guys were good. They will topple countries. They will do assassination rings. They will have revolutionary <laughs> overthrows, color revolutions. My goodness, the deep state was so good. False flags du jour. No problem. You want a nuclear war? No problem. We'll create one made by Hollywood, make you think it's the end of the world. These guys were great. But those guys are either retired or dead, right? They're either retired yep. or dead. And now today's deep state is a bunch of retards, woke retards. That's who they are, okay? And, dude, they, how are you going to say, how are you going to have a false flag? And you know they're not going to do this right, Siege. It's going to be like all the other false flags. Crisis actor. I mean, just the other day I saw a picture from, um, uh, from uh, I think Joaquin Flores' group, uh, the New Resistance. Join his Telegram group at New Resistance. But Joaquin Flores' group, New Resistance, you know, they had a, a, a picture there, this Ukrainian YouTube star who does beauty uh, 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 tutorials, right? All of a sudden, she's doing beauty tutorials one day, and the next thing you know, the next day she's doing some sort of a a a a, 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 a you know crisis actor job, you know, because jobs are becoming all of a sudden you know they're, they're you know Ukraine's a failed state, it's a narco state, it's a it's a completely dilapidated state, it's a it is the second poorest country in Europe. Actually, right now it's the poorest country in Europe, and it is it is also the most corrupt country in Europe. So what is a young girl? going to do well if you can't do beauty tutorial videos be get a job as a crisis actor and that's exactly what happened you got this girl who's put on a fake pregnancy belly with bandages on her head with fake blood and action she's walking out of a a, 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 a collapsed building it, it's the most funniest thing this is what they're doing how are you going to say Watch out for Russian false flag when you are the idiot setting up the false flag see, I, I don't know what to say siege I don't know what to say you know, it's funny you said that in regards to the, their lack of creativity and everything. Yeah. But V, doesn't it kind of coincide with what we witnessed with Hollywood? Like uh -huh, in terms yeah. of, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like Hollywood yeah. lost all ability to create things and put, you know, great type of, of movies that used to come out, like suspense movies that left you on the edge and everything. But they don't do them. All they do is no. just, you know, regurgitate the same, you know, you know, take the old movies and, and re-release it, redo, redo the old movies. And it kind of coincides with what we're witnessing with our, our intelligence group, our, our offices. They yes. have no ability to create anymore. They've, they've lost that edge. And, and instead, what they want to do is try to try to, like, you know, say that, hey, you know what? We're the we're the all being knowing. So we're just going to go ahead and put it out there uh, that, hey, you know what? The Russia is going to do a false flag attempt. But also knowing that, you know what? That's their That could be very much their goal. But they're going to look like, 
heroes when they say, see, we told you so. We told yep. you that it was going to happen, and, and here it is. Dude, this is not Robert McNamara's Cyrus Vance uh, Ella Limiter deep state. It is not that deep state. This is the Jake Sullivan Tony <laughs> Tony Blinken Victoria Newland deep state. These people are idiots. These people are idiots, man. <clears throat> Unbelievable. So you got our buddy London Paul saying that the uh, great quote over here says, uh, setting the scene for a false flag, Polish president uses weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, we've seen this before. Assad is winning and recaptures 99% of Syrian territory, and all of a sudden he gasses his own people. Yeah, okay. And then the video comes out of these idiots washing sarin gas off their hands and getting up off the ground with the fake blood stains and walking away. And we all know it was, it, was, it was retarded, right? And Paul's right. You would have had to be a sub-100 IQ not to see what's going on. Excuse me. So you have uh, historian Russian expert Gilbert Doctorow points in the same direction, warning it's highly likely that the United States is about to carry out a false flag operation in Ukraine. You see how these dumb these idiots are, Siege? Okay, so let's just get this straight. The U.S. is going to... Do what? They're going to do a false flag. Oh, my God. Russia releases a chemical weapon in Ukraine. Russia releases, uses weapons of mass distraction in Ukraine. <laughs> mass distraction. Okay, like U.S. You, so now you're going to create. Look how dumb these look. Deep state. I know you're listening. I know you're listening, deep state. Let me help you. Number one, you got to know. You got to know when your cards are in, they're in. Right? You got to know you've lost this hand. You got to know you guys are done. If you guys are smart, you'd find out an exit strategy out of this whole entire mess. But unfortunately, you guys aren't. You guys are too busy, you know, watching porn all day and and and, and porking each other in the rear end with Pete Booty, Booty Lube. Okay? Maybe that's going to be his new... When, when Pete Buttigieg is out of, uh, of politics, maybe he's going to launch his own personal lubricant. Potentially, yes. Potentially. Pete Booty Lube. I like it. I like, I like it. it. Let's go. He got Let's his go. face on the. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy that domain name right now. <laughs> Pete Booty Lube. I love it. Oh my god. See, we should make a product. Pete Booty Lube. Oh my god, it would sell like hotcakes with a caricature of his face on it. You know, <laughs> why not? Personal sure. lubricants. Why not? You know. <laughs> Let's do it. So, so these idiots. Uh, we're gonna do a false flag. Okay, fine. You want to do a false flag, which just accelerates the situation, accelerates the rhetoric, and then what? And then what? We're going to fly our planes into Russian airspace and, and shoot down Russian airspace. You're not going to shoot down nothing. You're going to have every single one of your flying flying pieces of crap blown out of the sky. You ain't going to shoot down nothing. And that's the thing that they don't realize, man. It's it's okay. It's take the hill. Okay, we took the hill. Now what? I don't know. We just took the hill. Do the false flag. Okay, fine. We set off a false flag. What now? Uh, I don't know. I guess World War Three. Uh, but all life on Earth will cease to exist, and we'll probably get vaporized in the process. Oh yeah. Uh, do the false flag anyway. See what happens. <laughs> These people are idiots, man. Idiots. And you know the uh, in Yavrovsk. The area, Yavrovsky area, where they were doing that militant training camp, they you know they got like two hundred foreign fighters. They were undergoing training siege. 
Remember that? This is around the Polish-Ukrainian border. They were yep, undergo- I do. Yeah, they were undergoing all this advanced training, and everything is great, and blah, 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 blah. And, um, and, then, and then what happened? It got hit by Russian cruise missiles, and it was vaporized. And the Ukrainians, like, yeah, 30 people dead. And the Russians like, no, there were 200 dead. And the Ukrainians are like, as the hours are falling off the clock, uh, 90 dead. A few more hours, uh, 100 dead. Uh, 180 dead. Yeah, how did the Russians know there were 200 people that were there? Because they were watching it. And it's gone. And the, re- and the people that surround they're like, oh, hell no, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I-, I can't do this. I can't be part of this revolution. I'm out of here. What am I doing? Like, think about that moron from Carmel, Indiana, bro, who wanted to show up at the Ukrainian embassy with, a, with his rifle and he wanted to go fight Russia. Like, that's how stupid people... Yo, this ain't, this ain't Call of Duty, my dude. This ain't Call of Duty. I mean, you you have no idea. You know, the Russians made it clear. You know, you want to be a mercenary. You have to understand that the Geneva Conventions do not apply to you. And these idiots go there. And, and, the, and the surviving Al-Qaeda, ISIS idiots who were in that training camp handled by U.S. CIA contractors who are handling it, they're all vaporized. They're all like, all right, now this is how you hold a cardboard. That was the last thing they said. Yep, bingo. It's hilarious, bro. It is. It it, it, it is, and I get a little fatigued, V, you know, going through the different news outlets, different information sources, and seeing how many times people are getting it wrong. Like, literally, we could create a a 24-7... Uh, news station, news cycle, and and debunk all the information, and then you have people who you would think that would have the intellect to understand, you know, what's happening here, why they're shutting down RT in the United States, why they're shutting down Sputnik, all this information that's coming out of us, at us. But then we have, I, I think I posted, I sent the text to you and Gus in regards to someone commenting that like the information is is so difficult nowadays to know what's oh dude what's that accurate. was Lex Friedman. Yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, well, wait a minute. Why is it that difficult to really understand the information that's coming at us? Y- yes, it's frequent. When you look at all these stories that are coming out, whether it's, you know, the how ineffective the, the, the Russians are or, or that the Russian soldiers have no idea why they're even, you know, in the Ukraine. You know, all this yeah. information that's coming at us. So there so it is. This is a guy who's got a major podcast. This is a guy that, you know, has been on Joe Rogan several times. This guy is an MIT grad. I mean, overall, a well-rounded dude, right? But like most nerds, he he absolutely yeah black fumbles. belt jujitsu yeah black yeah. belt jujitsu yeah. But he absolutely fumbles and dumbles when it comes to geostrategic politics, understanding what the hell is really going on. It's just like Nicholas Taleb, same thing, right? Brilliant economist. I mean, you know, Gus and you and I talked about Taleb, who wrote the book Black Swans last week. Brilliant guy, but he's a he's he's an absolute terrified to go outside because of COVID. He wears double masks when he's on the airplane. He's like, you know, shitting his pants. I mean, Lex, come on, man! It's becoming harder and harder to know what is true. Come on, dude. Lex, it's pretty easy, okay? Anything that you see on the news station, just think the opposite. That's it. <laughs> Anything you hear a politician say, think the opposite. It's yeah. pretty. It's 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 unfortunate, but that's so true. Like 
pretty much anything the narrative that the mainstream media is going to tell you. And and he and he should know that, like especially just coming through COVID, right? Like with hey, six days to slow the spread. You know, do the right thing and 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 put the mask on. And we need to we need to shut everything down for these reasons. And he's going to tweet something like that after we just experienced what we went through trying to figure out the whole Ukraine thing. Yeah. Come on, man. Have some. Come on, man. Have some common sense about these things. I mean, it just it's it's just reached that level of of stupidity. So it's it's very easy. So anything you see on the news, think the opposite. It's it's probably not true. Anything you hear a politician say, not true. They're lying, and that's and and that will get you in the right direction probably ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Hmm. Here we have uh, a latest from uh, uh, Fo uh, News. Okay, Fo News, and it's Fox right here. Fox's Steve Harrigan returns from Ukraine with a grim message. Ukraine is a done deal. It's flattened that they lost. Absolutely. Yeah. Steve Harrigan returned from Ukraine with a grim message about the future of Ukraine, but also the prediction that the Russian people are going to rise up. Oh, this idiot. Listen, to this. this is another genius. Look at that. The Russian people are going to rise up and overthrow Russian President Vladimir Putin. What crack... Dude, you've been he, this guy. Another individual who's been spending too much time in the San Francisco bathhouses. <laughs> I think Putin is being bled, right? Dude, literally, these morons sit around in a steam room in a gym somewhere in Washington D.C. and they literally just, just, just discuss bullshit in an echo chamber and they believe it. I think Putin is being bled, and he'll be bled for years, and it will take years. Dude, Russia broke Ukraine's military in five days. Their Air Force in five days. Their Navy in five days. Five days. Then they set up their cauldron and started increasing the temperature. You have anywhere between sixty to 90,000 Ukrainian troops now, we've all seen the map, right? That cauldron closing in, and there's that splotch of blue in the middle. That splotch of true. You, you ever ask yourself, Steve, let me see if I can put, bring this up. Uh, what's that, bro? You ever ask yourself uh, the uh, the map? Let me see if I can bring it up. Bro, whenever I've been drinking yeah. too much tequila, I ask myself a lot of things, all right? Yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, – okay, so anyway – the map of the of the co- oh here we go this here we go here we go here's the here's the latest map let me let me, let me just show this then I'll bring up that YouTube oh the alliances the the people that are lining with no 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 CJ oh. I said no I said no not that not that one okay look look at this map you all see that blue over here right you see that blue over there CJ um, yep okay. yep that blue right there that you see my mouse cursor on folks drawn around that blue surrounded by a red that's closing in. That's the Ukrainian military. There's reports of anywhere between 60 to 100,000 troops there that are being encircled, cut off, cut off from supplies. They're about to die. They're about to surrender. If they don't surrender, they're going to be vaporized. It's just that simple. Surrender, you know, or die. Yep. It's that simple. So let me ask you a question. What were these hundreds? Why did, you know, here's Kiev, or Kiev, as it's now called. Because they don't want to call it the Russian name Kiev, which is Kiev, because Ukrainian being a bastardized Russian language, that's what it is, on this made-up, invented country called Ukraine, which came into existence 30 years ago. This, here's Kiev. Why the hell do they have, like, close to 100,000 men hanging out over here, Siege? 
Why were they hanging out over there? Oh, the, is that the eastern part towards Russia? Bingo. Why were they hanging out right on the border of Donetsk and Lugansk? Oh, yeah. They want to wipe it. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they were getting up. ready for an invasion, which the Russian documents showed. Okay? That's what it showed. The Russian documents have shown that they got from the Ukrainians, the, these, the, the stolen intel, right, showed that these guys were ready to rip into Donetsk and Lugansk. They were already shelling it. Some parts were already hit, and this was, comp- uh, this was uh, reported on by the American in Ukraine, okay, that uh, 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 Russell Bentley, okay, and I played a clip from Russell Bentley weeks ago before this whole entire thing popped off. Where the a Ukraine, where the a a, 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 a uh, town in Donetsk was hit by Grad missiles, Grad rockets, excuse me. Okay, that's something the Ukrainians use from that angle. Okay, and he showed the video the whole nine yards of the damage. Now they were already peppering that area, right, with rocket attacks and whatnot. They were set to move in. The Russians saw this and beat them to the punch, man. The Russians saw what was happening, and then they, they sprung their trap. In other words, these du- the dumb Yuki army, which is here, see, this army started out over here. They moved from this province right here outside of Kiev, yep. right, because they were near yep. here protecting the capital. Mm-hmm. This These gang of ghouls were supposed to be here protecting the capital. They were moved from capital protection and, pro- and providing perimeter defense for the power structure there. Th- the brilliant leaders, military geniuses over in the Ukraine, right? They gotcha. were moved, told them to move to the east and crush Donetsk and Lugansk. Go ahead and crush them. Yep. And the CIA American generals, you know, American generals who've won every single war since World War II, these incredible geniuses in the most powerful country on God's green earth, which is now officially called Stupid Stan, copyright Pepe Escobar 2022, right? Mm-hmm. Stupid yep. Stan's generals told the Ukraine, hey, move your forces. Dude, they fell right into Russia's trap. They moved their forces out to go ahead and confront Donetsk and Lugansk. Right, yep. go after the Donbass region, and now the Russians like Russians who already had forces here, 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 boom, sprung the trap and enveloped them. It's game over. It's Done. game over. These idiots moved out here, and here's Kiev, the capital. Right? Then they realize, yeah. siege, uh, we screwed up. Yeah, there's we no path back. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome strategy. Russians Man. just waited, and they sprung it. And then you got idiots like the like the like the moron from from uh, Fox News saying, "Oh, oh, it's um, uh, it's um, uh, Putin's being blood dry. Oh my God, he's being blood dry. He's the reaching out to the Chinese from he's reaching out to the Chinese for money and for weapons. V. Uh, That's Chinese what he's doing. Like, what?" Why would Russia? This, this one, these are people who think, you know, again, when you look at Russia as a country or a gas station disguised as a country, you're not going to think two bits of it. You're not going to think two bits of it, right? But when you look at Russia, okay, and you see that it is not a, a gas station masquerading as a country, but it's actually a legitimate country, 
and it's a powerful country, it's an economically strong country, then all this nonsense, then, then all of a sudden you get this whole entire worldview comes into check. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, Siege. It's absolutely ridiculous, man. These people live in a bubble. They, they live in a bubble, and to pivot for just a minute, but that's, that's an awesome breakdown of, of, of what's happening with uh, boots on the ground there and everything. But um, I, I watched, uh, it was a gray zone video. I threw the link up, V, uh, in, oh, yes. in uh, the private chat. Yes, yes. And, and, and I completely forgot, V, that if you think back to the election cycle with, uh, with Hillary and, and, uh, and Trump and the entire Russian dossier, and, and this video, it's 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 basically like a part two. Like this is this is um, is it George Papanopoulos? Is that his his name, George Papanopoulos? Yeah. Yeah, okay, Papanopoulos. so this is his wife. This is his wife. The 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 attorney. She's an attorney, and she made a follow up documentary. So this is like a, a second or third part to Ukraine on Fire. Uh, that uh, many of you are aware that this has been completely banned. But through this conversation that she's being interviewed, because she's talking about the documentary where she specifically goes into the U.S. backed Maidan coup that occurred in the Ukraine. But one of the things the interviewer, you know, just, you know, I, I applaud him for doing things like, you know, you're the wife of George Papadopoulos. And have, you know, have you been contacted by the special uh, in, in prosecutor? And and I and my mind skates here. It's not what's what's the name of the special prosecutor? That was it's the one and only. What? What's his name? Which one from the first Russia Gate thing? Um, the current the current special prosecutor that's oh. going through the entire Russia Gate. John Durham. <clears throat> Durham. Durham. <clears throat> yeah. Asked her. Said because this is what kicked things off. Hmm. So the entire, if you look at the attempt to circum circumvent and, and infiltrate the last election cycle. It was all driven out of the Ukraine. Every bit of it from from the cyber perspective in terms of the bots that were created and also the initial person who reached out to uh, George Papadopoulos to say, hey, listen, we have some dirt on Hillary. We'd like to meet with you to discuss this. That entire cycle came out of out of the Ukraine. And I completely forgot about that V. And, and I'm not saying that's why they have to protect everything, but if you think of everything that they've in, in, been involved with, the election corruption, the, uh, the quote-unquote um, uh, labs, uh, human labs, the health labs, whatever they want to call them, it's very interesting to see this dynamic unfold because if you fast forward a little bit in terms of what we're witnessing right now in regards to Ukraine, you had... Uh, a, a press release uh, that came out and it's being denied. They're saying, no, this didn't happen. But literally what you're, what's happening is, is the Israelis have actually came forward. No one really knows right now. Israel has been real neutral towards us. And, and I can't remember what commentator uh, said. The reason why Israel has been neutral is because Israel remembers the genocide of Jews that, that, that occurred in the Ukraine because Ukraine goes back and forth. Ukraine is like a candle in the wind. They'll, they'll side with, you know, the, the winning team. And when the winning team is starting to lose, they'll switch sides again. And that's what happened through uh, the war with uh, in World War II. They they literally went back and forth. And at the point where there was massive amount of Jewish people that were exterminated in in Ukraine. And that's why Israel, you know, remembers that. And Israel has been remained very much neutral to this. 
And Israel at the point where uh, I can't remember what uh, particular position just said Zelensky needs to surrender. You know, that's what specifically was stated. He said they're at the point now where they just need to surrender. This was completely denied back and forth. And why I bring this up at all is because what happened to, uh, just the last 12 hours in Israel is that their their websites and their information were hit with massive cyber attacks that shut down numerous government sites. So it'd be very interesting to see if if be in Ukraine, if not only with their their bioweapons labs and everything, if they don't house some type of cyber mechanism there to infiltrate, you know, not only, you know, here in the United States, but also globally. Now, they'll blame what happened in Israel. They'll blame it on Iran, right? They'll be quick to say, hey, it was Iran that did that. They're the ones that that, that did the cyber attack on there. But I think it was I think it was blowback. I think it was like a payback for Israel not taking a side and Israel saying, listen, we're willing to <clears throat> we're willing to get involved and broker some type of a, of a peace deal or truce. But it needs to come to the understanding that Zelensky needs to go ahead and surrender at this point. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's done. It's game over. Yeah, you, you, Putin cannot have Zelensky there anymore. Having Zelensky in power is a complete – it doesn't sit well. It, 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 it signals that he didn't really accomplish anything. Right, you cannot have Zelensky. Zelensky's done as president in terms of what Vlad is going to do as he tightens the screws on this. He's letting the world know no, we're denazifying and we're going to make a neutral CJ. The the plant, the, the, dude, I think Vela sent us a, a great link. I mean, you have Novorussia, Novorussia is uh, is coming into play here, and um, let me see here. You got the link? Yep. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I'm not. I'm listening. <clears throat> I'm look, looking at the chat, but I'm not saying Israel's you know innocent and all that. I'm just, I'm just stating in particular why they have remained uh, neutral at this point. And you know, getting back to the original thoughts in regards to Ukraine, it was you know Ukraine officials who you know attempted to uh, infiltrate the uh, the Trump at that time uh, his his presidency. They were also the ones that. Uh, released the information in regards to Trump's first campaign manager, Paul um, Manafort. Manafort, yes, they're the ones that that allegedly leaked that information. So Ukraine has been playing dirty a long time, and and they've been utilized by the the State Department to execute and do things out of Ukraine. It's you know it's no wonder why there it's it's such a struggle right now, and why the need to cleanse the Ukraine of all the corruption, and everything that's occurring there. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, and, and here's the thing, dude. It's like Ukraine's going to be split into maybe two or three countries, maybe even six regions. We don't know yet. But Zelensky's done as president. He's finished. The Russians can't have him there. He's illegitimate at this point. Anything that has happened to Ukraine, politically speaking, since the 20, 2014 Maidan onwards is a done deal. You know, it's a done deal. Um, yep. Let me play this clip real quick. Cool. Here we go. So to um, Russian attacks. But we should know better that this is nothing. This should not be the response. And it's a completely reckless to even present the request the way it did. If somebody from the West, from the U.S. Um, and other NATO states were to say to you, what, what are we missing about Ukraine? What is not being told to us? What is the most important thing for us to know about the context behind this war in Ukraine that we're not being given? What would you tell them? 
Well, I would tell them in f first and foremost to dig into this uh, uh, nationalism uh, that uh, radicates in these parties and uh, leaders that are welcomed in by the West and uh, endorsed by the West to actually emphasize this problem and uh, trigger and put fire on uh, an issue rather than resolving it. And to understand the history and interference of the West, of our interference uh, in this uh, beautiful, wonderful country, I had the chance to know, and that it's basically triggering a situation where Putin's interests, of course, on the other side are being threatened. And we have to understand that without any, making any apology or any propaganda, the situation for what it is. So uh, we have to, I would like to remind the people from the West that uh, propaganda is something that we are really much very good experts at, uh, starting from uh, the Russia collusion that uh, saw me involved in first uh, place. So I know what I'm talking about in many ways, and also building up the image of uh, Russia and Putin as a demon to finally uh, simplifying a situation like that uh, with, oh, look, it was the demon we were portraying him to be. Look what he's doing, showing horrible, atrocious image that, of course, touched the arts of everybody. But uh, we contributed to cause that. Uh, reality is very different, and we should truly uh, watch the content that is now banned, starting from Ukraine on Fire to this uh, last documentary from Igor Lopatonak. I think it's very instructive. But besides the documentary, really dig into the history of the country without uh, the filter of the mainstream narratives. In your new documentary, it's on YouTube. It also is aired on RT. Yes, and translated in seven languages since October. But RT That's, is uh, now, but RT is now banned in many countries in in Europe, especially. Yeah. Uh, so oh. I yes, it, it's banned. So most of the people can't have access to this documentary from uh, uh, the United States or even most of the uh, European countries. Uh, so it's uploaded on YouTube. I posted it in my Twitter page and. Uh, uh, I invite uh, people first and foremost to watch uh, these masterpieces that precede that, which are Ukraine on Fire and Revealing Ukraine, really. I think they're really interesting uh, and dense of uh, uh, facts, uh, uh, works. Well, let me ask you about Russiagate, because you you are a central uh, uh, figure in, in Russiagate. You are the wife of George Papadopoulos, and George Papadopoulos is the uh, former Trump campaign volunteer who according to the official story, triggered the entire Trump-Russia probe because the FBI in late July 2016 opened up its investigation of the Trump campaign after getting a tip from Australia that Papadopoulos had told someone that Russia might have damaging information on Hillary Clinton that it could use to help the Trump campaign. Now, we learned way later on that the tip the that the FBI got was incredibly vague, that what it said about George Papadopoulos, your husband, is that he had suggested some kind of suggestion of Russian help. It was very, very vague and no mention of the stolen emails that are at the heart of Russiagate. So I don't buy the FBI's official story that they opened up the investigation based on your husband, George Papadopoulos's apparent comments. But regardless, that's what happened. And um, you, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, you introduced George to Joseph Massoud, who is no, the, no. okay. No, so, sorry, I correct you right now. Right, uh, we happen to work. Oh, let yeah. me just explain who then then yeah. who Joseph Massoud is, and, and then you can correct me. Joseph mm -hmm. Massoud is apparently this person uh, who George Papadopoulos met in the spring of 2016, and apparently told George about some kind of Russian help for the uh, Trump campaign, and. Uh, 
so I, I have read that it was you who introduced George to him, but that's, but, but that's false. Well, uh, I didn't introduce uh, Mifsud to George. I knew Mifsud for much longer than George while I was working at the European Parliament. He was an activist uh, in the socialist group. Um, it, actually, George and I happened to work for the same uh, company, the London Center of International Law Practice, uh, where Mifsud was a director. So we met him independently from each other. So I didn't introduce Mifsud to George. I just happened to know Mifsud uh, and his connection much before him. So that's uh, in this contest that I testified three times uh, uh, to the FBI, the Congress, and the Senate of the United States, sharing information I had about NIF. So now, of course, uh, all the uh, situation with the Russia gate, uh, it's fake. Uh, if it was triggered by my husband talking with Joseph Mifsud about uh, dirt on Hillary Clinton that he supposedly would have transmitted uh, uh, to any other person in the campaign, which he didn't and he denied doing. Uh, where is Joseph Mifsud now? We know this person disappeared from heart. We don't know him dead or alive, uh, which is, of course, a very suspicious uh, fact. One of the things I testified, I can share it with you, is that Joseph Mifsud was an active socialist. He was campaigning for Hillary Clinton in 2016 in Philadelphia. This, of course, makes it highly unlikely uh, that he would uh, set up a member of the team, Trump team, to help uh, Trump to win the election, offering some sort of dirt. Of course, it was uh, at the in the best scenario was a setup, but in the worst, we don't know. Definitely was not somebody working with the Kremlin to help Trump win the election. This is something that has been completely debanked, debanked and it's uh, out of any reasonable ground uh, now that we look at the facts uh, from far. <laughs> yes. Uh, as for him campaigning in Philadelphia, I've never heard that, so I can't, I can't vouch for that. But what I can say is that Mifsud after George Papadopoulos told the FBI about him, because the FBI didn't even know about Mifsud apparently until George Papadopoulos. No, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After that, Mifsud came to the U.S. in early 2017, and the FBI interviewed him. According to the uh, record of that interview released by the FBI, they barely asked him any questions, and they let him go. And Mueller later said in his report that Mifsud had lied to the FBI, but yet they never indicted him for lying. Well, meanwhile, they indicted many other people for allegedly lying. So it's so odd what is going on there, and we can only speculate. But the fact is, if Mifsud is really some Russian agent who told George Papadopoulos that the Russians had dirt on Hillary Clinton, the FBI has certainly never treated him that way because they interviewed him, didn't arrest him, and haven't indicted him since. Exactly. So it's, it's very curious, and there's all kinds of speculation. I mean, um, but, people, there's speculation that he really is some kind of Western intelligence asset. And again, I've seen no evidence for that. So it's all, but do you have any suspicion a, as to who he actually is and then why he's been, he's been, he's been missing in action for the last uh, six years now uh, or, or five years. He's, he's gone completely dark. Well, definitely somebody can disappear uh, as a physical person in this world, dead or alive. We lost completely track. Uh, this person must have uh, a job, must uh, he, he estranged now from his family. It seems like nobody can track uh, his presence on earth, which is, of course, uh, highly suspicious. Uh, I know for sure that uh, Joseph Mifsud was close to intelligence circles. Uh, he was a professor at the Link Campus in Rome, uh, which is uh, known to train uh, intelligence um, 
people in Italy, uh, and uh, we know that uh, they are the one who provided to Mifsud uh, uh, living and the place where to live in Umbria, a region in Italy. Uh, two years later, this entire uh, situation was exposed. So uh, that's the last known address of Joseph Mifsud. It's Umbria uh, in a place uh, uh, paid by uh, the Link Campus or hosted by a professor of the Link Campus. So we know the Link Campus being directed by Vincenzo Scotti, who was also minister in Italy, uh, which were, was managing the Italian secret services. So there are many uh, things that make me believe that it was some sort of a Western intelligence uh, asset, though I don't, I can't of course prove it. That's my understanding, judging from uh, the circles. So basically, we can see from what she was describing, it is an, the entire country is basically a forward operating base for the worst of the worst from Western intelligence. It is a place for money laundering. It is a place of narco trafficking, human trafficking, organ trafficking. Okay, Ukraine is it, and it's also the place where they're testing out. I mean, we've heard the reports coming out right now that all these tech companies, the big tech, right here in Silicon, Silicon Valley, right? What big tech is doing here in Silicon Valley is that they are, they are literally testing out next generation surveillance technology in Ukraine because the country is so damn corrupt. They're beta testing so many things on top of the narco trafficking, on top of the child trafficking, on top of the sex trafficking, on top of the organ trafficking. It is a cesspool, an absolute revolutionary bliss. You said it best. It's a toilet bowl of hell. And the American media wants you to think this is some pure, wonderful icon of Western democracy that's being attacked by Soviet Russia, by the evil communists. It's disgusting, Siege. Yeah, absolutely disgusting. And it's a separate video, but they talk about some of the outbreaks that have happened in Ukraine, how um, there have been uh, health conditions, um, uh, things that have taken place, swine flu, other things that uh, that shouldn't be happening there where they're basically willing and very unfortunately to use the Ukrainian people as sacrificial lambs uh, for their, their, whatever their, their, their deeds are um, just, you know, just gosh awful uh, glad this is being exposed for, for our listeners. If you have done not done so yet, go watch uh, Ukraine on fire. She mentions yep. a second part to it. I have not watched that yet. And I definitely plan on watching the documentary that obviously that she's, uh, been involved with maybe 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 even schedule a watch party or something to uh, to watch and and stream that I know there was another channel that that uh, did a watch party for Ukraine on fire that I think is is helping because that's that's what we're facing right now because right now we have a, a an entire shutdown of any counter narrative any counter information in regards to the situation that's unfolding in in Ukraine and the last thing that we want is for them to continue this momentum of building on the emotional psych on the American people to green light, to get uh, the American people to support this administration and saying, hey, you know what, maybe it's right that we get more uh, involved than what we currently are, whether it's a no-fly zone, whether it's, you know, more weapons shipping, shipped in. Uh, I don't want any point, you know, whether we send, we send more troops there. 
but this is this is not going away any any anytime soon. They they need this this outcome, and they're and they're they're all in. They are they are not backing down. What I mean by who is the is the globalist elite? Um, this is their last stand, and that's that's how it's got to be looked at. So, uh, but what's what's also unique about this situation, V, is that if we can if 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 we get through this, and and the deep state, the the uh, the globalist elite are wiped out, and it's finished in this situation, Ukraine. And the dollar does come to its its inevitable death. Uh, that takes away the corruption. That takes away their ability uh, to to corrupt a lot of the things that we know that they've been able to because they've been able to utilize the dollar as as a weapon and all the evil things that that, that goes along with it. Exactly. Very well said. See, so, anything else you want to cover? No, I mean it, it hit it hit the radar. We'll save it for another show. Absolutely. Uh, but it, it really it really does look like. Uh, the Saudis are are really making making a major pivot. Um, they probably are already dealing with oil and oh, yeah. sales with yuan. That was it's probably just now becoming public, but that's been happening probably already. Um, but let's not forget the reason why V that uh, the stronghold that the Saudis have on on USA the the stupid stand is because of the massive amount of of holdings that the Saudis and the royal families have in U.S. dollars. So. So they're seeing the writing on the wall. They're seeing the oligarchs, the the the, the rich Russian billionaires that are being penalized. So all this is doing, all these sanctions, all these focusing on individuals, all this doing is, is sending a message to e- even the people that we consider friends to say, you know what, why, why am I de- dealing with this? Why am I holding, if, they, if that can happen to them, it can happen to me. And I think we'll continue to see a massive exit out of out of, of dollar based investments holdings because these people are smart enough to understand that you know what I very well could be the next line of fire so I need to get out now. Yeah, exactly. Very well said, folks. We're at the end of the show. Uh, Matthew Eret won't be able to make it today. We're gonna have to reschedule him maybe later in the week or next week. So we'll see how it goes. And with that being said, we are over and out. Enjoy your day, folks. Cheese. Cheers. Cheese. What am I doing? Taking a picture? <laughs> <laughs> 